I need to do like vocal warm ups before I sit down and walk around the house going la 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 Santa slid in a slick suit. Santa slid in a slick suit. The fuck's your brother, the lazy dog? Alright, here we go. The subject of today's episode is a method of torture used by the big surprise here, British, against the Irish during the Irish Rebellion of... I fucked that all up. I'm sorry. I'm going to do that again. (laughs) Just like we fucked up that rebellion. (laughs) (laughs) Oh! Zing! Yeah, that intro lasted about as long as Rebellion 2, to be fair. (laughs) I kept putting down the Rebellion of 1978, and I had to to go through and change them all to 17. That that, that happened too, yeah. (laughs) We're still trying to get rid of them. Corns playing in the background while you guys are rebelling. Yeah, shit. Hey everybody, Kevin here. Um, so, I know I said we weren't going to be doing a new episodes this week, but I thought, yeah, fuck it. Feels kind of weird not putting something out. So I decided to go in and take little bits and pieces from our extended episodes that you can only get on Patreon, just to show you guys uh, kind of what the, the banter that... Dan and I have before and after the shows, things we talk about. Um, I'm telling you, it's, it's a lot of like food and movies and, uh, you know, stuff along those lines. But we have fun with it, so hopefully you guys like it. If you, if you do like it, then you can get more of that on our Patreon, patreon.com slash torturepod. And if it's not for you, then, you know, no, oh, who gives a shit? All right, well, we will be back in two weeks, me and Dan. Until then, enjoy! Ah, uh, we'll get over that, I'm sure. Yeah, pizza. Thank you, my love. <laughs> Thank you. So yeah. what does Irish pizza look like? Uh, this, man, this is just like, yeah, cheap pizza we bought in the shop just to do, because I actually technically already had dinner. So it was just... Like, oh, okay. Okay, it's just uh, like a... Because I ate dinner at lunchtime. Oh, ready so. pizza. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, holy right. shit, that's bad. But yeah, so I'll munch on it the odd time. I won't until after we do our intros. <laughs> That's right. Hey, if if if, if it's uh, I'm Kevin Young and I'm I'm there, I'm down to eat this shit. pizza. <laughs> oh fuck! Well, we got a lot of shit to get to today, so we'll probably just it. go ahead and get into it. <clears throat> <clears throat> okay. The subject of today's, I guess I should read the (laughs) (laughs) The subject of today's, the subject of today's, what the fuck are we doing again? (laughs) (sighs) All right, it's going to be one of those days on Patreon. Congratulations. We're all teenagers, so. Yeah, well, the worst thing we have is just dirty clothes everywhere. It's fucking ridiculous. See, I wasn't like that, though, because I had a basket in my room, and my, uh, but I would consider giving, giving him a basket for putting his dirty clothes into in his room, but then the clothes will never, ever leave that basket, is the problem. See, I did that because I was sick and tired of 
everybody's clothes getting mixed together, telling them to bring their clothes in because I, you know, I, I do the laundry on the weekends. Like, all right, this is laundry day. You know, any dirty clothes you have, bring down. And they'd have to pick up all the clothes off their fucking floor, which was covered from wall to wall with yeah. whatever. So I went out, and this was years ago. I got them all clothes baskets. I said, all right, these go in your room. Your dirty clothes go in there. On Saturday, you bring your clothes downstairs. I will wash them, put them back in the basket. You take them upstairs, you put them away. I cannot, with any way, without going upstairs and doing it for you, make this any fucking easier. That lasted all of maybe less than a week. I was like, bring your clothes basket down. Hold on. And then I hear them rummaging through shit, picking up all their fucking yeah, dirty yeah. clothes off. It was like, I told you, just put them in the basket. That's all you have to do is put them in the basket. And you go up there and you look at their room and there's clothes around the basket, which has been turned into some type of, I don't know, Thunderdome for action figures. And it's all broken <laughs> up. It's like, what did I fucking, t- come on. It's not that difficult. Yeah. No, tell me about it. The thing we have, he has his desk, and he uses his desk as his, uh, in, in replacement of a floor drobe, as you'd call it, like, you know. Um, yeah. So his clean clothes are there, and his dirty clothes are there, and he can't tell them apart. The amount of times we've gotten clean clothes put through the wash, because he can't be bothered to fucking sort them. Oh, yeah. Washing you know, the same. Like, It'd be like the middle of July, and I'm washing a hoodie. Like, why am I washing one of your hoodies? This is the same hoodie I've washed every weekend for the past five months since winter. Because they just they just leave it in there and they just put other dirty clothes on top of it, take it downstairs, yeah. I'll wash it again. It's like you're wasting my fucking water. Oh, the best one. I'm talking about laundry. So my oldest stepson, he turns eighteen um in two days. Cool. Happy birthday. You would think you would think it was cool. Oh, finally an adult could take care of yourself. He's got a he had a job interview. He starts a new job today. You you right. I mean you would think that you know he'd be able to do one fucking thing. Uh, so my wife taught the kids how to do laundry a long time ago, and our washer's kind of fucked up where it'll rinse and spin. But then if you leave the clothes in there long enough, you got to go downstairs. You got to put it on like a second spin to get the rest of the moisture out of them because they're still pretty like fucking soaked. Yeah. We tell him he's like, go. This was just the other night. Like, go check your clothes. Put them on a second spin. The same thing he's done countless times. Put them on a second spin, and then put them in the dryer. Two minutes later, he's upstairs. Like, I know that that's not done spinning yet. Go downstairs and wait for it. He's downstairs for, like, ten minutes. It's like, okay, I know it doesn't take that fucking long. What's go- Finally, he comes up. He's like, uh, I did what you said, but it was taking too long, so I stopped it. Like, okay. He's like, they're still really, really wet. So I just put them in the dryer, and the dryer's having a hard time uh, moving. I'm like, what do you mean they're still really, really, did you put them on a second rinse instead of spinning? He's like, no. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. So I go downstairs. <laughs> I this was going. <laughs> I go downstairs, and the dryer's going, <laughs> water flogging out the bottom of the fucking dryer. I'm like, what did you do I opened he had he had turned the washer back on all the way all the yeah. way around to run another another run full pole, cycle yeah, yeah, yeah. I open up the washer it's filled to the top with water so he just 
restarted it, waited a few minutes, said, this is taking too long, and just pulled them out of the water and threw them right to the dryer. I had probably two inches of water in my dryer drum. They're nice. like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, this is what, this is how houses burn down, because their dryer runs on a sensor, where it won't stop drying until the, the clothes are dry. Yeah, yeah. And that thing would have been on for two fucking days, and it would have ended up lighting something on fire. I was like, you could have killed us. You understand that, right? Ooh. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you're turning 18. Fuck. Get you out of yeah. my house as soon as possible. Go burn down your own fucking house. <laughs> Fuck. Trust me, I fucking hear you. <laughs> Spray my finger, can't cook. <laughs> I can't, can't, I can't, uh, I can't grip properly with it right now. Like, yeah. So I, I tried to open a second door with it, and I tried to grip it as normal, and I had to leave, leave the finger off, and it wouldn't chop like like this. You know, you see, you to, <laughs> the last time I did that, I chopped the top of this finger off. So. Jesus Christ. I was really just uh, too too lazy to cook, so I slammed my hand on the door and went, no. I, no, I, trust me, I get it. I understand. You don't have to explain it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I understand perfectly. The fuck, that's in my water. Oh, fucking hell. I, I, I didn't mean to kind of go off on a tangent about the whole politics and everything on you. On oh, that, that was funny. No, I said I was going, how the hell? Like, so you think it's, I don't understand it enough to even be able to re- Spawn yeah, crazy. No, I just know everything's yeah. fucked. <laughs> it's like, okay. completely fucked. I didn't. I didn't even know if you knew what gerrymandering was. I don't know if that's something they have over there or not. But I was like, not oh. that I'm aware <laughs> of. But you know, maybe it is. So, I don't pay enough attention to our own politics, really. To you know. So whenever, whenever they do like the census and shit, uh, and they get the information back, whoever is control in control of the state gets to set up the district lines our district lines over here for like um state senators congressmen and all that stuff are constantly changing so whenever uh we do the census whoever is in charge of the state gets to set the district lines honestly they should just go by you know county or whatever or certain sets of counties but that's not how it works over here yes please stand by air uh, but so what and both sides are guilty of it one side is obviously more guilty than the other but both sides have been found to be guilty of it what they'll do is they'll set the district lines so even if they have the minority of the voters they still work it out to get the majority of the districts All so right. you can set up so you so it, it, there's good videos online to show you how you do it, but if you have, like, all these minorities and then just this little bit, you know, all these Democrat voters and then just this little bit of Republican voters, you can make it out to where uh, the Democrats will win one district, but the Republicans will win two because cause you put every single Democrat pretty much in one district and then separate the Republicans amongst two or three that yeah. way you get more votes in those. That's how, like, Greg Abbott in the in Texas, governor of Texas, that is how he won. Texas is like, I don't know, they said 65% blue now or something like that, which is, you know, Democrat voters. But he was still able to win because they had control to make the districts so the Republicans technically have more voting power 
the, the Democrats do. That's gerrymandering. That was ridiculous. It's bullshit. It's like your collegiate vote it's, system is bullshit as well. It's like, it is hey, I can get 10 billion stupid. votes more it is, because more. It is ridiculous. I think I scratched my fucking finger. <laughs> <laughs> From uh, slamming in the door yeah. two weeks ago? Or? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Is it all swollen? <clears throat> that is a little bit. There's a big bump down the side. Where it happens, and it's still sore. So yeah, you may have. Oh, well. You may have. Yeah, there's nothing I can do about it. Good, good thing you didn't cook that night. You don't know what would happen. Yeah, true. Yeah, but like the thing <laughs> is, I was even if I was to go get an X-ray now, like what the fuck are they going to do with it? It's straight to us. Yeah. Oh, actually, I mean, no, no, is it straight? Ooh, no, it's not really. <laughs> it kinks off here. <laughs> it kind of goes <laughs> on one I mean, side, and kind of goes <laughs> on the other side. <laughs> As long, I mean, as long as it's not, you know, like, dislocated or, or you know, no. but like, like that. Yeah, no, you can actually probably see the carbon in there. A little bit, right? There's a little bit of a, on this there side. It cuts in, and it comes out on that side. Oh, shit. <laughs> so slightly like this. Oh, well. Yeah. I mean, I'll... All they all I do for that type of shit is just tape it to the other one or put a little splint on it. So I mean, that, that by now it'd be too late anyway. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh well. So, been making it hard to play guitar. No, it's okay. No. No, it's only when I touch no. it in certain spots. So. That's all that matters, really. There was a guy put up a thing on Facebook, local enough. He's probably probably about thirty minutes from me. Um, looking to um, start up a Lincoln Park slash Limp Biscuit tribute thing. So I'm like, hmm. hmm. The Lincoln Park uh, part of it, pretty good. I mean, and the Soggy Biscuit part, maybe not as much. That's two different, kind of two different ends of the same yeah. genre. Yeah, I mean, that's like. Huh. Yeah, I don't know how I'd feel about that. It was me. Because, I mean, that, that, yeah, that's, they're both technically new metal, but, I mean, that, that, there's a pretty big divide between the two. Yeah. Oh, massively so. Yeah. Massively. Call it Limp Park or something like that, or Limp Park. Limp Park. <laughs> Lincoln Biscuit. Yeah, there is actually a biscuit here called Lincoln. Biscuits, like, oh, yeah. L-I-N-C-O-L-M. Yeah, so I, I was like, I got a picture of Biscuits. I was like, yay, call the band <laughs> And they, they're discontinued, so I don't think the company could sue us if we used the Biscuits on their logo. No, what? <laughs> Probably yeah. not. As long as you're not defaming the brand, because the person... You'd be playing them Biscuit be. songs, of course you'd be defaming it. <laughs> <laughs> I was a big fan of their first two CDs. I As was I. After Tro- that, Chocolate Starfish was fantastic. But um, see, I didn't, I didn't really listen to that one. That one had songs on it that I just didn't care for. But the Significant Other and Three Dollar yeah. Bill, y'all, I, I fucking loved. Uh, I tried to listen to anything after that, really. Yeah. But they had that one of the albums they released after Wes Born and left, and they had a couple of their better songs on it. And that was only because they're all written by that Matt Smith guy, and like he's a really yeah. good writer. And then yeah. But after that, then it's kind of like, eh. 
And I just can't stand Fred Durst as a person. I think it kind of ruins the band for me because he's kind of a he's a you know, hypocritical piece of shit. Yeah. And so that kind of just ruins it for me. But still, whenever like Faith or Nookie comes on my phone or whatever, I, I stop to listen to it. You know? it breaks the. Yeah, I think I've I think I'm to the point where I've listened to that song so many times where if I never hear it again, I'm probably okay. <laughs> you know how you think like those about, songs? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah those like, songs like, that like you really like. But yeah, if you never hear them again, it's like that's fine. I don't ever have to hear that song again because I could play it in my head anytime I want. But yeah, I think I've heard that song so many times and it's like, ah, I don't. give me something to break. Fucking face. Like a chainsaw. What? Faith is one of the best uh, oh, yeah, that's good. Cov- covers of a song of all time. It, it, it just, I mean, I think "Take a Look Around" is one of my guilty pleasure songs, though. The Mission Impossible song. Mission Impossible, yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, and, and part of it is playing it though, like it, it, when it has the really heavy dun 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 dun. Yeah, and it, like that playing that is so fucking cool. Well, West Borland. Is I always loved his guitar playing, and uh, I followed him when he first started uh, Big Dumb Face. Have you heard of Big Dumb Face? The yeah, that's project that's he what had. he did with his brother, wasn't it? Was it, was it his yeah. brother he did Big Dumb Face with? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that's who it was with. And I had the, that first album is fucking ridiculous. I love it so goddamn much, even though it's just a a, a novelty type yeah, album you. it's just yeah, it's yeah. just goofy songs the second album was not near as good uh i didn't even know they'd put it out until a couple of years after they put it out it wasn't that good but the first album is fucking amazing my friends i have a couple friends that actually went and saw them live and they are all excited to see them and they pulled one of these these things where they all came out and like ch- assless chaps and cowboy hats and played western music the whole night they didn't play any of their songs. They just played country west. They just played spoofs on country western song, western songs all night. They said it was great. I was like, I'd have been fucking irate. Yeah. <laughs> I went yeah. To, I went to a, a faux metal show and I got fucking country western music. I'd have fucking thrown something at the stage. Yeah, oh man, I God, I, I probably would have the same. Yeah. Yeah, I would not have been too impressed by that. Though. Well, Beck has been known to do that type of stuff to people to show up to his. Uh, uh, concerts and he just plays like old folk songs or something instead of any of his but I guess it's Beck so he can get away with it and his fans won't care I would be again I would be upset I, you know I'd be yeah I, I'd be screaming it depends on who you go see I think and I'll, I'll kind of think as well kind of how many times you've gone to see them yeah. more so you know like if I yeah like if I went to see um like let's say like Alison Chains, and they just start playing a heap load of Stone Temple Pilot songs or something. I'd be very pissed <laughs> off because I've, I've yeah. been very unlucky to never get to see them. Like the same with Bush, I'd be very pissed off if I got to finally go see them and they start playing shit like that. But if I've seen them about ten times, then I couldn't care. Like if I went to see 
but Slipknot now would be played to somebody else's music, which would be a better thing than their latest album anyway. Um, <laughs> then I wouldn't care. You know? um, kind of similar as that, like with Dinosaur Junior, like one of my favorite bands, and I've seen them a few times now, and I love seeing them play their own stuff. But I also love them when they do covers sometimes, but they don't yeah. do a whole set of covers. Yeah. Yeah, you said uh, Stone Temple Pilots. Uh, this was, I mean, years. There was a couple of years before he died. Scott Weiland was doing some uh, uh, solo concerts that he came over here and Ooh. did a solo. Did, he did a solo concert in like this, like underground type club that was you know it's kind of dark and smoky and only like I don't know a hundred and 25 people or something like that were let in and everybody was super excited and uh apparently he he didn't do any like velvet revolver or stone temple pilot stuff he just did his solo stuff that he hadn't even released yet oh right and yeah people were calling into the radio station be like it was it was shit he was fucking drunk and stoned out of his mind you couldn't understand half of what he was saying we didn't know any of these songs and none of them were like good rock songs they were all like slower songs he did yeah he did like a lot of ballady stuff or some shit like yeah yeah i'd have been pissed yeah but, that would have i mean me people like that i mean you know you're gonna get what you're gonna get i guess no don't Fucking go into something like that, thinking you're gonna get something other than what you're gonna get. I don't know. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh well. Realistic expectations, don't you? In some ways as well. But let me say you don't expect somebody to ignore all of their hits. Yeah. The things that have them there in front of you in the first place. You know what I mean? It's not like you'll see John Fogarty. Yeah. By God, he's gonna play a heap of Creed's Clearwater Revival songs. He isn't gonna turn around and just play his own random solo shit. He knows what's paying the bills. Right. right so yeah. you know where your bread's been buttered. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's why bands play things that they're sick to the fucking death of playing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So. Well, exactly, yeah. Um it's like fucking I don't know what gonna say there. And yeah, I can't I remember who it was that's gonna mention but sure look. Doesn't it's obviously not that important. I remember halfway through yeah. the episode. Like, oh, Captain Super was talking about. <laughs> remember what we were talking about before we started recording? Yeah, yeah that. Let's yeah. talk about that for a minute. It's Some people will understand. understand recording now, so it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. All right. Well, fuck. I oh, I remember what I was going to say. With Guns and Roses. <laughs> Guns and Roses, right? Before Appetite was released. Be, and they toured Appetite like fucking crazy before they were ever known. So they were basically touring Appetite for years or something like crazy like that. Because uh, they were touring for a couple of years and then it was picked up. And the only reason they brought out GNR Lies was to just... Everybody was like, hold on a minute. This band has been around for a couple of years now. This album's so old and they're still playing this stuff. There's no new music because you know, people were only discovering it two, three years after right. it was actually released. So... um. You can imagine how they felt with like, you know, yeah. like the Sweet Child of Mine, which a single wasn't released for a few years after the album or whatever. Like, but um, yeah, they had been playing it to death, and yeah, it's done everything for years before they did anything else. You know, so uh-huh. you can imagine how much they love playing that. But they know what well, the deals. Yeah, Slash has come out and says that he hates playing a lot of those old. Um, 
songs because playing it for thirty five years. Yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I can't imagine. Jesus Christ. There's songs that come on that I was listening to 20 years ago that I don't play. I just listen to them that I skip over. Sometimes like, I'm good. I don't need to hear that. Yeah. yeah. Of course, I'm not. If somebody was paying me millions of dollars to listen to them, I probably would say screw it and I'd still listen to them. But, I mean, you know, that's just me. No, I'll play the same song every day for the hell to eternity if you pay me enough money. I couldn't give a shit. Just throwing out there, people. I'm not cheap. Yeah, well, I hear you. Yeah, I need to find another good horror. No. Yeah, well, I got the uh, movie challenge is going to be coming up. Uh, you know, and a little over a month, so. Wait, I might try and do what I can of it. Yeah, me too. Yeah, actually, speaking of actually, yeah, we watched Event Horizon for the first time, but I've seen it. Obviously, got Alison to watch it for the first time. She was a big fan. Oh. Yeah, that's a mind fuck of a movie. Uh, she thought it was a bit um, kind of boring. It's very of its time, though. That's the thing. Like, when you look at that for when it came out, it was yeah. fucking crazy. Well, yeah. They they skip through so much stuff like so fast. It's like they're sitting there and some crazy shit happens, and then they're sitting there because it's pure 1990s movie, like only 90 minutes long. They don't have time to explain everything. And they, they turn around and they're like, I think the ship is alive. It's fucking with us. It knows our fears. It's doing all this. Yeah. My God, I think this is what's happening. What are you talking about? This can't be happening. Wait a minute. Yeah. Yes, it is happening. Okay, this is happening. And then they just keep going. It's like, all right, okay. You literally have a three-second scene of it where they figure everything out, explain uh-huh. the entire fucking premise of it, and then continue on their merry way as if nothing's going wrong. Well, you pretty yeah. much write two separate scripts. You write a script for, like, the beginning part, and then you write a script for the rest of it. You're like, okay, how do we combine the two? I know. A scene we'll in the just, hallway where they talk we'll to We'll just stop everything <laughs> yeah. and tell you exactly what's going on. Yeah, the movie is right in your face. The character that figures it out, you don't see her for ages. Like, she's gone. It's the, it's, it's the pilot one. I can't remember her name. The blonde one. The only one that survives, basically, or the main uh-huh. one survives. And she, um, she's nowhere to be seen for so long. She spends her whole time on the bridge doing nothing. Meanwhile, one of the lads is after going off, gets something saying and dying or something like that. There's another fan is after getting blown up or some shit. There's loads of stuff happening. And she's not shown anything. Like, you're the one seeing her kid and getting uh, the place blown up and everything. And next yeah. thing she comes walking to the hallway. I think I know what's happening. I like, <laughs> you haven't been doing anything. What are you doing? Like, where does this come from? And you just out of nowhere can you go, I know what's up. It's like, thanks, Blondie. I've got it! I still love the movie, though. Like, that's the thing. I love the entire premise yeah. behind it and everything. So, yeah, I'll definitely have to yeah. do like an Event Horizon-style game at some stage. Oh man, we just have to make sure that halfway through we stop and explain to everybody in the middle of the hallway. <laughs> what's going on? It's like if we ever did a Resident Evil game, I'd be very disappointed if when people are talking they're not doing hand motions like this. Yeah. You know, oh my God, you Jill, the master of unlocking, should take this lockpick, <laughs> and you have to keep your hands like this the whole time. Curved. Yeah. yeah. There just happens to be a large puzzle in the middle of the room. Yeah. We quickly push these statues around so we can access the toilet in the police station. There are zombies coming. Well, they'll have to wait until we're, have to wait until we're done with the puzzle. I, I always thought it was really... The funniest thing about those games, though, is that I, I absolutely adore them. Just try it. They're like my favorite game series of all time. But um, the, the thing is, like, the police station in it must have been the biggest pain in the ass for a place to work in because... Like, every room is, like, fucking puzzles. It's kind of like, oh, God, I'm after losing my um, heart key again. Oh, well, I'm going to have to go find it now by completing 17,000 puzzles. 
Yeah. And you know, I want to access the maintenance thing down the sewers. Uh, well, it looks like you got to find all these keys that are shaped like chess pieces, and they're all fucking hidden behind secret doors and shit. Yeah, it's, it doesn't make it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, it's like why? It's like, yeah, it's I like, don't Oh God! I have no so problem different. with puzzles, but I mean, come on! It, 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 yeah, the the, the, the chess strokes pissed me off. It's so easy. silly. They obviously don't want you to make it easy, but at the same time, the amount of doors you come across and they're a simple, straight up, crappy ass wooden door, and you're like, mm-hmm. um, "I need a key. It's locked." And it's like, "Oh, there's there's a diamond etched on the handle." It's like, "Yeah, my foot's etched on the side of the door as well, I'm <laughs> kicking a damn thing through." It's <laughs> that a- shit. There's a fucking thing crawling on the ceiling coming after me. I need to this. Can it wait for a minute while I go find a key with a diamond? Gives a shit. It's just so. Oh fuck. Or going to the toilet. I don't need to go right now. Trust me, I think you do. <laughs> so excuse me, Mister. First time coming across zombies, but I'm all right with it. I'm not shitting myself at all. I know. I don't need to go to the bathroom all night. Just imagine your first time in Raccoon City and you're just like, why are all the keys just like hidden around? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is there a key ring with all the keys? What is going on here? You see people, complete puzzles just getting to their houses and stuff like that. <laughs> Where's he going? He's always going three houses down. He's got to find the key with the shamrock on it <laughs> and bring it back and use it to open the window. Now, do you remember the combination that you saw on the bus three days ago? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Let me in. There's things going to kill me. The ice cream in my shopping is melting. I got to get in quick. You got a gun. Blow the fucking handle off the goddamn door and run in. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Goddamn idiots. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, well, welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's kind of one of those things. It's like a state by state thing as well. Because when we went to Indiana a few years ago to her parents' house for New Year's, uh, I was like, "I'm gonna go grab a couple Angry Orchard. You know, I want some apple cider for the." Mm-hmm. So I ran. They're like, "Okay, well you're gonna have to hurry. The liquor store closes." I'm like, "Okay." I'm like, "I'll just go to the fucking gas station." I go to the gas station. There's no no alcohol anywhere. I'm like, "Where's your alcohol?" They're like, "You have to go to the liquor store for that. You can't buy alcohol in a gas." They, they looked at me like I had a fucking third head <laughs> out my ass. It's like you can't buy alcohol here because here in Illinois you can buy alcohol. Fuck, you can buy alcohol at the fucking drugstore. You yeah. can buy alcohol anywhere. You can literally go to a Walgreens and buy fucking booze. So, like, we got. We got four gas stations in town here. I can buy beer at any one of them. Same here. So, yeah. yeah, buy pretty much most yeah. places. I'm pretty sure you can go to the local yeah. florist and get some as well. <laughs> but that's a so it's like a state by state thing here of what you can get where. So mm-hmm. it's almost like going to another country. That's all I found over there. Though, was that it, it seemed like that because of the way your state laws are done. You mean the way each uh-huh. state is in itself, nearly like its own little country, all using the yeah. same currency, though. You know, because the way yeah, laws are yep. so different as soon as you pass over a state line. Yeah, with a handful of uh, federal laws that everybody has to abide by, but it's like, you know, you cross state line, and they go, oh, there goes all my daughter's rights out the window. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she can't do that. Are you driving yeah. south? Yeah. <laughs> my chance. 
Uh, no, just going over to Indiana. They're right. they're just as red as they are down there for now. <laughs> anyway, yeah, like, yeah. Like my wife had uh, edibles with her. It's like make sure we don't get pulled over. You get pulled over now, it'll be a crime. But in Illinois, it's not. Yeah. It's like you know, don't get knocked up. Can't get an abortion over here. You can either force you to have the baby if you're raped. So. But uh, going to the next state, you're okay. Yeah, yeah. Illinois, between Indiana and Missouri, it's, it's like everybody comes over here to get the shit that you're not allowed to do there, and then go back home. Yeah. So we're the Canada of the Midwest. Yeah. <laughs> A lot less flappy head. Hi, buddy. We apologize on many times for Ryan Adams, buddy. Are you gonna watch the buddy? <laughs> Can I finish? Okay, I finish. <laughs> I saw this really funny uh, video of these two Canadians arguing at a like a hockey game or something, and it looks like they're apologising to each other the whole time, but they're having a fight. And the captions of the bug people comment, "I'm not your guy, but I'm not your buddy guy," and it's just the two of them like this. <laughs> oh, it was really funny. That's my Tim Hortons buddy. That's my Tim Hortons buddy. <laughs> The thing that I don't get is, okay, so all of the animatronics have the spirits of little kids in them. And I'm guessing still have the dead bodies of the little kids in them. Yeah, yeah. Um, does The little cupcake that the one is carried around, mm. it's alive. Yeah. Does it just have like a head inside it? That's what I assumed. Yeah, it was. <laughs> because. Otherwise, it doesn't make any sense. Otherwise, the whole movie doesn't make sense. Yeah. I don't know. I'm guessing it's just a head. Or I'm trying to think, though, a tiny I think person. I might have actually said to you that there was a bit that was a, that was a jump scare that made us laugh. Because it was uh, myself and another guy that like, said, yeah, we both thought, like, it was, um, we both thought it was funny when everybody else was jumping or something. I don't remember. I remember somebody frightening me in during a movie before as well, where they jumped and I was anticipating it. And it was when I went, I went to see a special screening of Aliens in the cinema, right? And uh, Michael Bean was there doing a QA, which is really cool. So I got to meet him. And um, so one of my happiest moments, I got to meet Kyle Reese, which is great. But, um, and there's a scene in Aliens that always made me jump which was the face hugger in the tube when it goes up against the... Oh, okay. Yeah. Right? And yeah. coming up to that scene, and I don't know how many times I've seen the movie, and it always made me jump, and I'm sitting there watching this anyway, and it's like, I was coming up to that, don't jump. Don't don't be the only asshole now in the whole theater that jumps at this fucking thing. You've seen it 101 times, you know. Like, I've seen this movie more than I've seen any other movie. I know this is coming. I know exactly when it's coming. And I'm sitting there kind of going, anticipating, anticipating. It's like, right, yeah, don't jump, don't jump. And the guy beside me jumps when it happens and hits my hat. So I fucking left. <laughs> and he's like, I'm sorry, man, that bit always makes me jump, but I didn't want to be the one who jumped. And I was like, I'm fucking <laughs> Shit myself. Oh, fuck. Like, we're the only two. <laughs> no place, everybody's sitting there laughing. We're like, oh. You know I mean? So, what's new with you, Phil? Yeah, I haven't talked to you in fucking forever. Uh, let's see. I started a job at a pharmacy. 
as oh, really? an assistant. Yeah, as an assistant manager. <laughs> Went in wow. for stock boy, and then they're like, "Yeah, we want to give you assistant manager," and I'm like. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to say no to that. It's just, by the end of next week, he'll have a podcast up and running for them now. <laughs> and then he'll just vanish into the night. And then he'll go join somewhere else. Say, so, hey guys, uh, I got a job uh, working in like a mom and pop corner store now. They're now the second biggest podcast in northern, uh, in the northern, northern Atlanta City. Because <laughs> I moved to America. Fucking hell. Man. Yeah, no. Yeah, so... Uh... I still get the podcast, so that's nice. So they give me uh, Tuesdays and Wednesdays off, and I work uh, pretty much all the days. And all I've been doing so far is restocking, because it's a pharmacy with like a grocery store attached to it, because that's what all the stores yeah. are now. And so I've been like just restocking, making sure the dates are up in order, restocking, making sure the dates are in order, restocking. I don't even touch the pharmacy shit. I just restock fucking food. Like a grocery store. <laughs> yeah, I remember like my, my first time in America, I thought it was really funny because uh, I was looking to buy cigarettes and I couldn't find any. And my aunt said to me, she's like, yeah, to go down to the pharmacy. I'm like, what? She's like, yeah, like yeah. the local drugstore. I was like, no way. Like, yeah. So I went in and lo and behold, it bought about 10 kilos of M&M's. Um, <laughs> And nothing healthy at all, considering I was yeah. in a pharmacy. <laughs> and I brought a cigarette. So I was like, yeah, this is great. Anyway. Yeah. I'm dying to hear all about Phil's Japanese hentai story. thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. Because I, 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 I looked up what you were talking about, so I got a little bit of a snippet in here for the intro for that, but I, I had no idea what the fuck Bill was going to talk about, so I just have something very vague. <laughs> I'm starting to wonder if Phil knows what the fuck Phil is going to talk about as well. No, he does. He does. I just I, I, I read it, and I'm like, this is the perfect thing, because it, it's going to make you both all laugh, but at the same time feel horrible for this poor man. All right. Right, say, Phil's yeah. just said there were crunchy roll open on the side. Just you know, <laughs> <laughs> quickly, play by play, what's happening? Yeah, I'm gonna Titan. tell you. This Titan came out of nowhere. <laughs> so there's the one he's guy with the blonde hair. He's going pew pew pew, and there's the other guy with the black hair. He's going pew pew pew. And here's a dragon for some reason. <laughs> and then there's this other guy. Where's his weird hat? He's stretchy. I don't. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I don't know. Did you? Oh. There was a there was a trial that they brought in bleach. One of the uh, der- yeah, I saw. I can't remember what the trial was. It was something big, but the the um, one of the defendants' uh, lawyers brought in the the anime bleach and about how season three and four, or two and three had these fillers of villains that you never hear from again. And she's like, my client is exactly like that. He's just being used to fill up. I'm like, what the fuck? So she brought in Bleach to be able to create yeah, a, an argument like that, that had yeah. nothing to do with Bleach. Okay. Yeah. It was like... Just bringing in an old episode of Seinfeld. See Jerry's girlfriend? You never see her again. That's my client. <laughs> Pretty much. It would have been probably better. People would have been like, oh yeah, okay, that makes Let's bring in every Metallica album since... Like yeah, ride the lightning. Yeah, <laughs> just like yeah. see this, <laughs> see this, or thump, thump, it's big today. Thump. You won't, you won't remember it tomorrow. 
Right, I talked uh, to oh, later on. There's, that's a question I wanted to ask you. Uh, you guys drive on the left side of the road in Ireland, right? Yeah, the cracked side, yeah. Okay, so that's wrong, but anyway. I'll explain why you, it's cracked, but anyway, go on. When you, when you walk, like when you're walking down a hallway or down a like a narrow path and there's people coming towards you, do you mm-hmm. go to the left side as well? Yeah, so the whole thing is, though, especially really since COVID and stuff like that, but most places they have it set up so is that the intention is to have you on left-hand side. Okay. Versus, you know, so like even like if you come up, um, and I'm assuming you call them the same thing, like escalators um, yeah. are done the same way, typically. So left-hand one is going the direction you're going in, if you get me. Right. You know, and stuff like that. They try and have it set out that way um, where they have you know, if they are if you are in an area that has like a coordinated designated workplace for you to walk sure. um, other than that it's just every man for himself as a rule you know like you walk down one of the main streets in Dublin here whatever like that it's not going to be left people walking on the left right side yeah no path, yeah I know? get that but, yeah um, well because I was just I know it's a weird thing to bring up but I was thinking because I think because you grow up with going on that side of the road or whatever we have this real narrow walkway at work. And if two people are going, you know, opposite one another, you really kind of have to go to one side, kind of squeeze past. It's a safety walkway. And no matter how many people you walk past, no matter how many times you do it, everybody always just instinctually goes to the right. Yeah, yeah. That's so I was like, sense. yeah, that's, that makes sense. I wonder, if that's, it's kind of like, I wonder if that's universal or is that if that's is different I, for every I, country. I can guarantee you that we that I probably do do that like times like you pass by somebody in the hallway or coming through a doorway or whatever like that yeah you tend to stand off to the left as opposed to the right um, yeah uh and which is why if you ever hear i think if you try and go right that's where the whole oh 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 there you go and then it's all oh we're dancing oh we're dancing yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and anyway, <laughs> sorry about that i go fuck yourself <laughs> idiot but um <laughs> yeah and i a funny thing that's when that sort of stuff happens but um yeah, the, the reason why it's the, the proper correct side uh-huh. is because um, it originates from back in uh, the medieval days and stuff like that, where you'd have people passing by each other. You could see if they were armed or not, because you're passing by and on. On what's this argument going on? <laughs> the you could see they had weapons, you know, that um in their hand or not. And if you were going to be fighting, then it was on your sword arm side. So you're passing by. If I'm on this side. You come past your good arm is towards where the person is, so it makes okay. sense to like, okay. you know what I mean. Like, is, well, if you have if you're across from each other and your sword is over here and you're over there, you're not going to be able to do it as effectively as that's like that's kind I mean, of the, I, the origins of it, I suppose. But again, maybe and, we don't and you only change our... because of British rule, that's the only reason you change it. That's a good reason to change. I know that, yeah, but it was the other way around <laughs> because that's the way it was in British rules for that. And, oh, okay. Um, then, then you, uh, as far as I'm aware, anyway, you changed it after the fact because uh, once you kicked yeah. the Brits out, you were like, no, fuck this shit, we're changing. We were too lazy about it. We already had it all. But when we kicked them out, we had roads and shit. So, like, you know, <laughs> you didn't, you know, you still had horse trails and stuff. So, but again, we have, we have to get rid of every. Every remnant remnant of the British Kingdom. So we should just change the roads too. Uh, Can we just like change the flag or something? Yeah, I mean that's it. Uh, All right, I I didn't know, but by all means, let's just 
because they did it perfect way in medieval times. So it's just everything medieval. Times that's right. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. <laughs> next thing you know, they're going to be crushing heads. <laughs> I'm going to go to the doctors next week, and he's going to be like wearing one of the big fucking bird masks. <laughs> yeah, the, the plague masks. Yeah, but they broke. Don't fix it. So how do you feel today? How's, uh, how's everything going? <laughs> I like it. Smell this juniper berries. Forced feeding is going to be the next one. So I'm oh. sure there'll be a lot of food talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. I torture myself every fucking day because I know yeah, I, I, sh- I shouldn't be eating this. But <laughs> <laughs> the oh. least amount of food talk we do. <laughs> well, we, <laughs> we, we won't ever. talk about food at all. Yeah. We'll just talk about comic books. <laughs> no, that, uh, that remind, I, I went to, uh, I had a cardiologist appointment yesterday, and my I got, my cardiologist is kind of a, he's real blunt. He's kind of right. a ball breaker. Yeah. So he finally comes in and goes, hello, Mr. Young. He goes over my chart. And he's like, I see you've gained weight. He's like, eh, yeah, I'm probably. He's like, he looks up at me kind of like, the, no, not probably. Not <laughs> an opinion. It's a statement of fact. You've gained weight. <laughs> like, okay, fine. I fucking gained weight. Jesus Christ. It hasn't been that much. You know, those big macarbonaras. <laughs> Do you have any idea how many pizzas from McDonald's I consume in a day? <laughs> Every time I watch American Psycho, I have to have a pizza and spaghetti from McDonald's. Uh, it's like, listen, I, I change jobs. Like, I work nights. I don't get enough sleep. I mm-hmm. snack on them. I, you know, I went from doing a job where I'm working a lot, you know, moving around a lot to a job where I'm pretty much standing in a control room, pressing buttons all fucking night. But I have to go out of the fucking control room. I'm pissy. And I sit there and I snack and I watch fucking movies on my phone while I'm doing my job. I can spec. Yes, I'm going to gain some weight. Fuck you. It's like, do you work out? It's like, yeah, I go to the gym. I try to go at least three times a week, four if I'm able to. He's like, what do you do? It's like, I weight lift. Maybe you should try some cardio. It's like, fuck, fuck you. <laughs> That's something I need to do. I don't go. I, told, I need to do it. I told, I told my wife, was like, he pretty much called me fat. She's like, that motherfucker, I'll beat his ass. <laughs> it's like, you can't get mad at somebody for just being honest. Because I have gained weight, but I don't think it's enough. She's like, you work out a lot. It's muscle weighs more than fat. I was like, yeah, but my fat weighs quite a bit. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm just saying I could put on a ton of weight, so I need to, you know. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm telling like, I have Look gained weight. I am, I am, you know, starting to put on, you know, some some fat, and I probably need to stop snacking. And she's like, okay, can you pick me up something for lunch? I'm hungry. He's like, what do you want, Arby's? Yeah. Like, All right, so we both got big beef and cheddars, and I'm sitting home just yeah. shoving beef and cheddar and curly fries <laughs> in my so face. <laughs> like, you call me fat. <laughs> Why is my cholesterol so high? <laughs> I think give me another couple of weeks, and I'll start to look a bit more like Admiral Akbar. <laughs> it's, it's a snack! Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Here we go. Takes a second for the for the announcer to come in. Here's a fax from Cooter in Orlando who sends me a copy of a story that appeared in the Los Angeles Times. He says, a prestigious a prestigious newspaper, not the off-maligned weekly World News. Quoting the story. In retrospect, lighting the match was my big mistake, but I was only trying to retrieve the gerbil. 
Eric Tomaszewski told bemused doctors in the severe burns unit of Salt Lake City Hospital. Tomaszewski and his homosexual partner, Andrew Kinky Farnham, had been admitted for emergency treatment after a felching session had gone seriously wrong. I pushed a, pushed a cardboard tube up his rectum and slipped ragged our gerbil in, he explained. As usual, Kiki shouted out, Armageddon! My, my cue that he, he had had enough. I tried to retrieve ragged, but he wouldn't come out again, so I peered into the tube and struck a match, thinking the light might attract him. <laughs> At a hushed press conference, a hospital spokesman described what happened next. The match ignited a pocket of intestinal gas and flame shot out the tube, <laughs> igniting Mr. Tomachevsky's hair and severely burning his face. It also set fire to the gerbil's fur and whiskers, which in turn ignited a larger pocket of gas further up the intestine, propelling the rodent out like a cannonball. Time again! Time again. <laughs> Tomaszewski suffered second-degree burns in the broken nose from the impact of the gerbil. While Fernham suffered first- and second-degree burns to his anus and lower intestinal tract. Oh, my God. Not again! The light might make the gerbil come out. <laughs> so that's what felching is all about. <laughs> Armageddon! Armageddon! <laughs>